Today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel, page 33 in Meseches Beya. And we pick up from the two dots, three lines from the top of the Amud. Okay? We're going to pick up from Tanur Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and so should we. Here we go. We're continuing on with Hilchas Mukta, how it pertains to Yamtiv, things uh, particularly with wood, and um, which things are going to not be Mukta, be permitted to use, and which things will otherwise be Mukta. Now, let's just remind ourselves before we start the Gemara of the all time Machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, in that Rabbi Yehuda holds that in general things are. Are Mukta, Rabbi Yehuda has a more strict opinion, and Rabbi Shimon, unless it's designated and set aside for Yamtiv, while Rabbi Shimon says that usually things will not be um, Mukta unless there's a particular reason why it would have been set aside uh, prior to Yamtiv. So, with that uh, reminder and that Machlaikas in mind, let's pick up. Three lines to the top of Lamed Gimel Amud Alef Tan Rabban the Rabbis don't so shui. Ain Saimchin Esakadera BeBakas. You're not allowed to hold up a pot with wood. V'chein Hadelas and also as we just explained previously, um, uh, you're not allowed to hold up a door. Ain Saimchin Ben Hadelas. Yeah. Ain Saimchin Esakadera. Because the wood over here is meant to be used as firewood and it's not meant to hold up or support anything else. However, Rabbi Shimon says that, again, Rabbi Shimon has the lenient opinion of Moksa. Rabbi Shimon says that no, the wood is permitted to be used not only for firewood, but once it could be used as firewood, I'm even allowed to use it to hold up a a uh, pot of soup or to hold up a door. Okay. Zok the Gemara. The Ein Manehigim Esabehima B'Makol B'Yamtiv. The Mishnah had said you're not allowed to take a staff that they would use to guide animals on Yamtiv. You're not allowed to do that. Rabbi Shimon says no, it is mutter, it is allowed. Okay, says the Gemara. Let's say Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon, follows Rabbi Shimon in how we view Mukta, and he's lenient, and that's why he allows me to use this uh, shepherding staff. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. Maybe Reb Shimon in this case would even be Machmir because it looks like a person's on his way to do business with these animals. And it's possible over here that our blessed Reb Shimon is even being more makel than his own his own uh, old man. Okay. Says the Gemara Vaiter. Chizra. What about a Chizra? Okay. So Chizra um, is a piece of wood that had multiple uses, including cooking. Rav Nachman Asar. Rav Nachman says that it's Asar. It's Asar. The, um, you know, if, if it wasn't set aside to be used for cooking, it's Asar. Rav Shesha, sorry. Rav Shesha says it's allowed. Now, says the Gemara. Biritiva, if there's rotev, anybody who's uh, 
ever eaten Israeli pizza knows they serve it with rotev, right? They serve it with a sauce, a liquid. So burativa, if it's a if there's wetness on this wooden stick, kuliyamale pligi to usher, everybody agrees that it is usher. Why is it usher? Because again, the only way that wood would automatically not be mukta on yamtiv is if it, the standard firewood to, to make a fire and so that so that I should be able to cook. Otherwise, it would be muktzah. If the wood is wet, you can't say it's firewood. So when it's wet, everybody will agree it's muktzah. Key pligi, where is there a machlekes? Biabeshta, when the wood is dried out. So what's the machlekes? Man de osar Rav Nachman, who says that it's usar to use this piece of wood. Amar lach, he will say to you, If this wood is set aside only for firewood, but Rav Shesha is going to say, What's the difference if I use it itself as the firewood? Or if I use it as a piece of my oven or to hold up my chicken, to hold up my meat, to hold up my shawarma? What's the difference? If it's if it's not muktzah to be used in the cooking process and it's not muktzah to be used as wood, allow me to use it as a pole to, to hang my rotisserie chicken on. It shouldn't be a problem. Okay. So that's one approach as to the machlaikas. Again, that if it's wet, everybody agrees it's muktzah. If the wood is dry, that's where we have a machlaikas. Ikadamri. Another way to understand the machlaikas is beshta when it is dry, when we're dealing with dried out wood, then certainly it's allowed it has the status of firewood and it's not going to be muktzah. Keep pligi, where's the machlaikas? Biritibasa, when it's wet. Manda asar, the one who says asar of nachmen, delay, chazi la says, listen. It's not fit to be firewood, so it's going to be muktzah. And the one who says that it's mutter to use the wet wood, he'll say, Even wet wood, even wet wood uh, can technically be used for a fire when uh, you have a large bonfire, right? If you have a large bonfire, you throw in wet wood. So it'll, the fire itself will dry out the wood, but ultimately that wood will be helpful to... Uh, to the fire. Hence, it's not going to be mutzah. That's mutzah. That's the Igadamri. What's the bottom line over here? Behilchasa. The halacha is yabesh tashari. Dry. This, this dried wood. If it's, yeah, when it's dry, shari, it's allowed to be used. Even not as firewood. As long as it's a chalik of the cooking process. So, uh, for example, to cook your rotisserie chicken on it would be allowed. But if it's wet, it's going to be asr. Darash Rava. Rava gave a drasha. And Rava says... Rava says... A woman is not allowed to go into a deer ha'etzim, a corral of wood. A woodshed, we'll call it. Little man or uh, ud in order to take ud. Now, what is an ud? So, ud is um, uh, Rashi explains it's a piece of wood that was used to move around the other pieces of wood. Okay, so if it's designated before yomte for this purpose, it should be okay, right? Otherwise, you might have a problem. So, let's see. If it's uh, if it's uh, broken, then you're not allowed to uh, use it as firewood on Yom Tif. 
However, again, once something is broken on Yamtif, it's now Muksa. It has no purpose. Something that has no purpose on Yamtif is Muksa. You can't touch it. So let's say I have a wooden bowl, a wooden cereal bowl, right? Back then they didn't have plastic. They would carve out their own cereal bowls. So I have a wooden cereal bowl and my Zaydi gets very cold on Pesach. I'm allowed to take that wooden bowl and throw it into the fire to keep the fire going so she should stay warm. Because since the wood bowl is... Uh, so the, the, any reason why it's a woman? No, it's a general idea. It doesn't have to be specifically a woman, but apparently that was the, uh, you know, it was most common. It was, they were dealing with a household uh, type of malacha. Good question. Um, but, uh, but if it would be a broken wood bowl, you would not be allowed to throw that into the fire on Yamtif. Why? Because it's Muktzah. Okay? If it has a purpose, it's not Muktzah, so I can throw it into the fire and use it as firewood. If it's broken, I'm not allowed to. Okay? Says the Gemara, Lamemba, do you mean to say the Rabbah Krabutus really? The Rabbah follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Hokus Muktzah. The Islay Muktzah, he's Machmir. As far as Muktzah is concerned, Ba'amar Le Rabbah Lashamay, Rabbah once told his helper, Tvi Li Barabza, cook me a goose, roast me a goose, Vishadi Maya Lashunra, and throw its intestines, Lashunra, to a cat. So you see that um, even things that are not fit to be eaten, um, the. Uh, uh, you, I'm sorry, you see according to Rava that, yeah, even things that are not meant to be eaten are not going to be muktzah. He's telling him to throw it to a cat. So we see he's lenient with Hochus Muktzah and he follows Shittas Reb Shimon. He's not following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Hasam, by Rava's story with the cat, Kivan de Misrachi, since it's going to become disgusting, it's going to rot, it's going to get spoiled. Even from before Yamtif, he had in mind that this goose that's going to be cooked on Yamtif is literally going to cook his goose. Yeah, he's going to roast this goose. So this goose that he's going to roast on Yamtif, he already knew when Yamtif starting. Listen, the the meat, the flesh of the goose is going to go to me, but the intestines will go to my cat. Hence, even the intestines is considered prepared, and that's why it wasn't muktzah. Bottom line, Rava can be following Shitas Reb Yehuda. I he's lenient in this in this story. Yeah, even Rabbi Yehuda will be lenient because again, you designated it before Yamtif to not be Muksah. Rabbi Yehuda agrees with such a uh, with, um, with such a situation. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay, we're now up to the Mishnah, about eight lines from the bottom of Lamed Gimel Amud Aleph. We have two Mishnayos on today's. Um, we're going to have no, no, that's the, the next one's tomorrow. Okay. A person is allowed to take a kisam. You could call a kisam like a toothpick or a splinter. Okay? If it is in front of him. Okay, what does in front of him mean? So in front of him means that um, it's, uh, he has access to it. Has access that you're allowed to take a toothpick that you had pre-existing access to. Why am I taking the toothpick or the splinter? Because I'm I'm flossing my teeth. I want to use it as a floss pick. And you're also allowed to take small pieces of wood from your courtyard and light them on Yamtif. You're allowed to use it for wood. Why? 
anything that's inside of a person's chatzar is considered a muchan, it's considered prepared. It's like set aside. If it's in my chatzar, it's like it's in my house, it's set aside for Yom But the Chum say, you're allowed to take any wood that's in front of you. You have you have quick access to and light it. Ain might see it. Okay, which seems to we're not talking about a chutzur yet. Ain might see an sr. You're not allowed to bring out a fire. Now bringing out a fire means starting a fire from scratch. You let it continue a fire in your now let us start a fire from scratch, not from Aitzim or from Avonim. You can't bang stones together. And also, not from earth. Or from Arafim. Arafim are tiles that can become hot. You also can't start a fire from scratch by heating up tiles. Right? And also you can't use what we would call in our days uh, a magnifying glass. You put water into a glass and it concentrates the sun's rays and they would put things near it and that would start a fire. You're also not allowed to make tiles so hot that other th- that things will end up being able to be roasted on them. Now this is different than starting a new fire, right? This is, you can't even use... Uh, a hot tile to roast something else on the tile. But it doesn't seem like right now when we read the Mishnah, we're dealing with a fire specifically, period. Okay. Says the Gemara, bottom line of the Amr. Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi says, top of Amr Beis, here we go. Eichle behema, animal food, aim behem mishum tikon kli. There's no issue of tikon kli. Okay, says Rashi. What do you mean? There's no issue of tikkun kli. So Rashi says, for example, taking a piece of straw that an animal would usually eat and breaking it in half because you want to use it as a toothpick. That's not called tikkun kli. You're not called creating a toothpick when you're using animal food. Okay. Asri Rivkan of Yehuda. Rivkan has a challenging question to Reb Yehuda. You're allowed to move. I'd say Right, but there's some there are some uh, beautiful smelling woods that you make a bracha of bere atzei besam. So you let him move atzei besamim, nice smelling wood laharayach b'ham. You let him move it if you want to smell it. Ulohanef b'ham lechayla, or to put it in front of the nose of a sick person. Umaylai mereach b'ay. You're also allowed to um, put pressure. Yeah, yeah. You know those scratch and sniff books. Like you scratch it and it ends up smelling like something. So you're allowed to like scratch these woods to bring out more smell. But you're not allowed to cut off the tops of it to smell it. And if you did it, potter It's potter. You don't have to bring a carbon, but it's still forbidden. Like you can't do it to um, turn uh, to turn uh, these nice smelling woods. Into a floss pick, and if you mamish do that, you're chayav achatas. So, the Gavara's question over here is: How can you say that when it comes to things that are animal food, the halacha is you're allowed to cut off the tops, and it's going to be and it's it's mamish mutter? Here you see 
that when it comes to any nice smelling wood, and we're assuming over here, the we're assuming over here, that you're going to have some nice smelling wood that animals eat. Why does it have a different halacha then? Why, aren't, why don't we just say mutter? Amar Le, the Gemara says back, Rav Kahana asked this question, Rav Yehuda, Amar Le, Rav Yehuda says back to Rav Kahana, Hashda potter aval aser. If the Brisa would say that it's potter aval aser, yeah, that it's forbidden to do midrabonon, that it's forbidden to do midrabonon, but it's still going to be, um, it's, I'm sorry, it's going to be mutter midaraisa, but also midrabonon, stenko kashali. You talk, I have a good kasha because I hold that it is mutter. However, chayev chatos, chayev chatos mi boy, you have to say chayev chatos. Elakitanya hahi. Rather, I'll tell you what the price is dealing with. The deal, the price is dealing with caution. It's dealing with wood that is hard, and therefore animals can't eat it. So, for those hanging on, let's keep going. Says the Gemara, caution b'neimalila ninu. I don't understand. If we're dealing with hard wood, says the Gemara, if we're dealing with hard wood, you, you can't scratch and sniff. It's already dried out. So how can you say that, oh, if you, if you, uh, you know, pressure it with your hand, you're going to get a nice smell. Says the Gemara, there's a missing piece. There's a missing piece of the Brisa. And this is really what the Brisa should say. You're allowed to press it between your fingers and smell it you can also cut the ends and smell it when is this true that you're allowed to do the scratch and sniff or you're allowed to um, or you're allowed to cut off the ends to bring out more of a smell on Yom Tiv. that's Barachin only by soft wood but by harder wood you're not allowed to cut off the tops of him cut my potlabros and if you do it you transgress the derabonon if you need it for a floss pick, then you're not allowed to cut it. And if you do it as a floss pick, then you mamish made a new entity, you made a new a new vessel, you took a piece of wood, you made it into a, a floss pick, which is Misake and Mane. And it's also the Iraisa even. You mamish made a brand new thing. Imam is going to be Chayav Achatas. Tani Chada, one Brisa taught us, you're allowed to cut off the ends and smell it. Another Brisa taught us, you're not allowed to cut it off to smell it. So we have a contradiction in Brisa's. What's the halacha? Amr of Zera, Amr of Chister of Zera says the name of Rav Chister, like Kasha, Habarachin, Habakashin. Depends. If it's soft, then, um, then it would be. If it's soft again, then the halach then it would be not allowed. If it's hard, then it is allowed. Okay, because again, it depends. If it's soft, then I'm sorry. If it's soft, then it's animal food, and it is allowed. If it's hard, then it's not. challenging question. Why can I not do it if it's hard? because it's not animal food. What's different than the following Mishnah? Break open a barrel because he wants to eat out the dried figs that were in there. You're allowed to break apart a barrel. You're allowed to open something, a can, a bag, when you want the food inside. As long as your intention is not to make a clea. So you see that it's uh, that it's mutter to open up a, a, uh, a vessel. And furthermore, the son of Ravada and Ravan, the son of Ravada, both hold. They say when we went to Rabbi house, have a mefashach. He would, he would, um, 
uh, strip the like cut off the out uh, the outsides of the branches. Yavlon alvasa alvasa, and he would give us these branches. Afalgav, even though the lekatata, even though it could be used as as holders. Linagre the chatzina, even though it could be used as holders for knives, axes, so on and so forth. So you see that just cutting a piece of wood, we don't view that action as your as mamish like misakin money. Says Gemara like Kasha, there's no question. Ha Rabalazar, ha Rabbana. The machlekes in Rabalazar, Rabbana. Where do we find such a machlekes? The Tanya we learned in the Brayser. Rabalazar, I remember says. A person is allowed to take a piece of wood that's right in front of him to as a floss pick. If you have quick access to it, that was our mission. The only thing you're allowed to take is from uh, wood that was um, from the uh, food, the, the trough, the food bowl of an animal. Okay, because now it's no longer muktzah. Set aside for your animal. And everyone agrees. You shouldn't cut off the tips. And if you do cut off because you want it either to be able to open a door or to use it as a floss pick. So if you did it on let's say you did it on purpose on Yom Tif. You're going to be Chayav Malkus. It's a lav. Uh, this is the opinion of Rebbe Eliezer Either way it's a Shavos And you're not going to be high of Malkus And you're not going to be high of A Chatos Okay Says the Gemara I got, I got some background singers over here Eliezer the Gemara Hosem Chayav Chatos Rebbe Eliezer who says When it comes to cutting the wood We'll say that when you cut the tip of the branch because you want to smell it, it's also me the who say that by cutting the the tip to be able to smell it, we'll say that when you do it when without having any sort of das for um, for a kli, it's going to be completely mutter. Okay. Let's uh, just wrap this up till the two dots, and we'll pick up on the two dots tomorrow. But lastly, the Rebbe Lazar had the Tanan Shaiver Adam as as a Chavis Lechami Menegroigris. Ubevadshla Yiskavin Lasses Kli doesn't Rebbe Lazar hold like the Mishnah, which says a person's allowed to break open their barrel. The kids' mom is singing my background singer over here. I'm Ravashi. Ravashi says Kitanya Hai Vimostaki. That that price is dealing with the mustaki with a barrel that was broken and then fixed up afterwards. Since it's a shvacha vessel, since it's a shvacha kli, so we know for sure that he has intention to reopen it at some point. He doesn't plan on keeping it there permanently. And Mimela, there's no iser at all, either daraisa or derabanan, to break it open. Okay, we're at the two dots. Um, we're up to Umagabe Vetzachatzer and Be'ez Hashem tomorrow we will pick up from here have a wonderful, wonderful day